Hey, welcome to the Heroes of Noise podcast. My name is Dan, and we got something a little bit special for you this week. Bonus episode. Cobra Kai season two dropped. I wanted to record something. Steve couldn't make it, so I thought it would be a good idea to bring on my buddy Chris from Attention Deficit Order podcast. We had a great time. This isn't a breakdown episode as much as it is just us talking about it and celebrating it in general. If you haven't seen it yet, I highly recommend you check it out. No, right off the bat, I wanted to talk to you guys because I forgot to put this in. This is a very spoiler heavy podcast. Uh, Again, it's not a breakdown, but there are a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't seen season two of Cobra Kai, I would highly recommend that you watch that first, then come back and listen to this. The other reason that I wanted to talk to you is because the first minute or so of this is a little bit choppy. We almost lost the recording, but luckily I'm a crazy man and I recorded it with three different things. So this isn't the recording that I wanted you to hear, but I think it's still pretty good. That's all I'm going to say. Guys, enjoy yourselves. I hope you enjoyed episode 67 that we just dropped this week too. And other than that, I will see you next week. So, without further ado, the Heroes of Noise bonus episode, season two of Cobra Kai. Enjoy. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Hey, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Hey, beat does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Defeat! does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Prepare! What's up, everybody? You're the fucking best. You know what else is the best? My guest today. Welcome to Heroes of Noise. My name is Dan. Not solo today, no Steve, but I have the fantastic substitute. My man from ADO Radio, that's Attention Deficit Order Radio, Chris. Welcome, sir. How are you, man? What's up, guys? I'm the best around. I'm just never going to be down. We're doing this podcast with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. Give me that excitement, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, my my pleasure, man. We're the best around, guys, both of us. Listen to this. I'm going to match your vocals right now. Okay, yeah. go for vocals. Yeah. Guys. Is that it right there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close, right? Yeah, almost. Almost. I'll never be as good as you, though. No, man, you're right there. Karate Kid Universe, especially Cobra Kai 2. That's what we're talking about today, dude. Man, well, just to get my your my back... I'll give everybody my, uh, my backstory with Karate Kid. I watched it in the theater multiple times as a kid. Uh, I took martial arts as a child, not because of Karate Kid. I took martial arts because of Bruce Lee. Nice. Yeah, Bruce Lee was my, my influence. And I'm sure Danny LaRusso was a many other people's influences when they were growing up. Like, I bet you every white kid wanted to take karate after watching Karate Kid, right? Uh, I'm not white, but I did. But mine, actually, you know what? I took it again. I used to be in karate because I used to get my ass kicked a lot when I was a kid. I was a little dude. I used to get yeah. my ass kicked a lot. So I took it for a while and then I put it down after I went on a vigilante. <laughs> you know, I think I did a like three months and then I went to school and became a vigilante and just started fucking up all the bullies a vigilante yeah man like I had to get some justice you know what I mean what? and what's funny is it's Shotokan karate and I'm like three months in I'm probably going twice a week I probably could have done this from the beginning but you know I had the confidence now man. I had a gi I had a fucking white oh, belt you, you were walking around to people with a gi and trying to beat them up no that would have been great though oh. no that, you know what? I wish I could take back time and just do that shit all over again. Because that's the way I should have done it. No, I just meant that, uh, I don't know, I think I needed a little bit of confidence. I was like a wee little dude, and 
I was getting like, it was crazy. The school I went to, there was like hits. They'd be like, hey, you Dan? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I'm on the ground, just crying. Just in the principal's office. Yeah, it was crazy. They didn't like me, man. That's great. Uh, I never had any of that. So what inspired you? I was just called the N-word and, you know, spick and stuff like that. They called you the N-word? Oh, yeah. I grew up in a white neighborhood. You know, in the 70s, where I grew up, I grew up in Yuppie, Yuppieville, USA, where it was all white people. So I would, I would get picked on by all the yuppie kids, you know, and, and try to get beat up. So I would take, I took martial arts. I took kung fu was my first. I never took karate, but I just went to kung fu, judo, hop keto, Thai boxing, taekwondo. And I just, I finished off with Thai boxing. Your hands are deadly weapons, would you say? Uh, like yeah. in all seriousness? Yeah, I could kill people if I wanted to. You could totally if kill I somebody. If I really wanted to. But knowing all that stuff makes it harder to beat somebody up because you know all that stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, you're trained on why to use it, when to use it, yeah, and, and what it, it can do. And you don't want to fight because of it. Like you don't really feel the need to because you know what will happen, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you ever had anybody come up on you? Um, no. And you're like, I'm this close to just breaking some dude's neck. No, my friends have like um, elbowed people in the face and stuff, but I've never. No, that's cool. Uh, so you're not really a violent. Not that you're a violent guy if you take this kind of stuff, but would it be like natural for you to do that? Just second nature. Oh yes, it's easy. It's second nature to punch somebody in the face. Easy. And you still train? Uh, I train by myself. I don't really train at all. I haven't trained phys- like fully in over ten years. But it's almost like riding a bike. I can see that. You know. I could get in a fight, but I'd probably pull a couple muscles. Blow your fucking knee out or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could do it, but I wouldn't be the same afterwards, definitely. Tough guy gets old. Tail as old as time. Yeah, it's not like I'm 20 years old doing this shit. You no. know, if I was 20, I was training like multiple times a day. You know, when I was like from 16 to like 30 years old. Wow. You know, I was, I was training a lot. You know, sparring and all that stuff with Thai boxing. Uh, but yeah, that's why I just wouldn't, you know, fight somebody that, you know, but everyone takes MMA now. So I took all these martial arts before MMA even existed. Isn't it all just kind of like fusion, though? I don't really follow MMA that much, to be honest with you. I'm like, what is, when I think of MMA, I think of old school shit. Like, remember Tank Abbott? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. Dude, the best one, the, those UFC one and twos were... Um, where North Carolina pain was a great one. This guy's like, I'm going to teach you some North Carolina pain. Because he would cut promos like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, I'm going to teach you some North Carolina pain. And it would be like ninjutsu. <laughs> like underneath. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, those are great. Yeah, but karate was never a big thing. Just like, But the best as far as karate movies go besides Karate Kid are um, Ip Man. If you want to see badass karate, watch Ip Man 1. I haven't seen it before. So where does Enter the Dragon rank with you? Oh, that's number one. Always. A man right there. Always. Dude, come on. <laughs> wow! Oh, man. I know this shit by heart. Dude. Don't take your eye off the finger. 
missed the point. No, I messed that up completely. I said I know by heart. I just <laughs> made my own lineup. Up the finger. <laughs> Never take your eye off your opponent, even when you bow. Why not get a forty-five and bang, bang, That's- settle it. Settle <laughs> it. It's like what you say, settle it. How do we settle it though? Your skills are extraordinary. Is it extraordinary or is it extraordinary? I was always confused with that. Gentlemen, welcome. You honor our island. I look forward to a tournament of truly epic proportion. Bolo. (laughs) Yeah! Dude, Bolo. Stop! <laughs> oh, man. And when they pan across, that one guy with a fucked up eye. There man. are some ugly... I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be mean. Because, you know, you, you get what, you get the cards that are dealt to you, folks. But there are some of... Literally some of the ugliest oh. people I have ever seen in my life in the background in any given point of Enter the Dragon. It's amazing. Like, what you know, the... That, that one guy with that fucked up eye. Yeah, man, like the, one eye's way lower than the other one, yeah. right? I know the yeah. guy you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I always crack up at that guy. Yeah, that's right before fucking Ohara goes crazy. Ohara! Ohara! He's all... (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, man. Ohara. Yeah, Bruce Lee, man. One of the best martial arts out there. Martial artist ever. My uncle used to be... like He would idolize Bruce Lee, like a lot of us did. But he's the one that got me into it. So I used to go watch him train, and he just did Shotokan, but he was a badass. My and uh, I swear I fell in love with it. My closest connection to Bruce Lee is I trained with Dana Soto, who helped write the Tao of Jeet Kundo with Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew that name. Yeah, Danny Soto. And I was taught Hapkido by the Grandmaster who was in um, Game of Death. He was the Hapkido level. He breaks the guy's back. Oh, no shit. That's a Hapkido move, right? And that's a real Hapkido move that you trip the guy up and you can break the small of his back. And and it took Bruce Lee weeks to learn that move because he's not a grappler. Was this all in the Bay Area? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, where I, where I was trained. Yeah, I guess I don't know it as well as some people, but that's where he went in and uh, the uh, elders or something like that came in and challenged him because he, he they didn't want him to teach that. Right. So did yeah. they challenge him? I mean, he, there was like some fight that happened and to see if he could actually continue with it. And that's how he broke his back. I think I saw a very bad version of that in that movie, Dragon. Remember that movie? <laughs> I really wanted it to be good, too. It just was. It was anything but. <laughs> it was OK. It was all right. Uh, it, it was better than Bruce Lai. Oh, Bruce Lai. How about they call me Bruce? Do you remember that one? Yeah, they call me Bruce is great. <laughs> I love that movie. It was such a bad movie. Even now. Yeah, they call me Bruce, man. Yeah, they went, uh, I don't know, but there wasn't, Bruce Lee did not go against the karate guy, though, in Game of Death. You know, he went against, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right, was yeah. the final level. With big sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the final level. And, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Karate was considered, I guess, inferior. But it's a very strong martial art, you know, I think so. It's just not one I usually would take. You respect it. It's just not your thing. Yeah, I totally respect it, but they leave themselves wide open with like every punch. But karate is very rigid. So if you train correctly with it, you're like a fucking tree. You you can't get taken down with that shit. Like every move's a fucking like a painful punch. 
I used to watch my uncles kick people's asses all the time. They weren't like walking around like looking for it, but just for some reason, there was a couple of times. Fourth of July was one of them. I remember we were all at my dad's shop and uh, he was an auto body guy. So he had like this big lot and uh, doing fireworks and whatever. And these two guys came over and they started fucking with us for some reason. I kind of have like the seven year old version of this story in my head because I remember it. But not being an adult, I don't remember exactly what was said. I just Uh remembered that they started like yelling at each other. The dude said, okay, we'll be right back. They left. And then my dad was like, well, you know, go in just to be cool. Of course, I'm like watching from the corner. These dudes come back and I just see both of my uncles just like running at them and they just straight up kicked them both in the chest. They just fly back. They hit uh, dumpsters, you know, just this really loud noise. It was fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. That's what I want to do because I'm getting my ass kicked at school all the time. Yeah, the uh, closest thing I've seen to that was when I used to train at Thai boxing. Uh, with this one guy, uh, Baram was his name, and he's a badass. He was he was a he was a royal guard to the Nepal queen. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like a badass. Like he can't open his fingers because he got his uh, tendon severed, so he has like a total, as you like, do. Hands, like <laughs> Fuck, yeah, so he's metal too. <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> yeah. This guy is insane. So uh, yeah, badass Thai boxer. So people would come into his school. And this guy had a huge fucking ponytail, like a mane, yeah. this Indian looking dude. So people would come into school like like black belts in Taekwondo and karate and try to challenge the students. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'll just be kicking a huge six foot tie bag and watching this. And these people. As, as, I'm sorry, real quick. So as you're just doing your thing, these guys come in and start challenging people. Yes. People would walk into the school because they heard there was a Thai boxing school there. And this is when Thai boxing was brand new. You know, in the United States, it was like ninety one, yeah, eighty nine, ninety one when I was training. So you're like fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Yeah. So uh, and then these people would come in and like our best Thai boxers would be like, okay, kick me, and these guys would throw huge kicks into their stomachs and they'd do nothing to the Thai box would be like whatever. Really? And then <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, man. I'd never experienced anything like that. You know, ever with people walking in and challenging schools. That is some karate kid shit right there. Because I was yeah. going to talk about that. I'm like, I was going to ask you, do you really think that dojos were like that? Like they rumble? Yes. Yes, they do. Is that a big thing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Not like a, not like a rumble, like karate kid rumbles. <laughs> At the mall? But <laughs> no. <laughs> not where they're just like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're throwing karate kid kicks and stuff at each other, but... There were, it wasn't like break-offs, you know, I used to have break-offs, but the, these people would just come in, karate, yeah, uh, not judo, but that's when, like, before MMA, and that's when, like, every, everybody had to stick to one martial art. Yeah. You know, it's either Thai boxing, you're either karate, you're either, you know, Taekwondo or anything else, judo. There was none of this fusion stuff. No, that wasn't happening. That's why I had to take... Uh, Palo Alto Judo Club to learn grappling. You know, I had to take all these different martial arts to learn that. So you've never had to use it, huh? No. I guess that's a good thing. Like in my ignorant brain, it's like, well, damn, that almost seems like it's wasted. But you still have it. It's just on reserve. I guess you you could if you obviously you don't want to. I understand that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I can split somebody's head open with my elbow. So like what was the most brutal art that you learned? Oh, easily uh, Thai boxing and uh, uh, Bora Bando. Bora Bando. I don't even know what that is. 
it's a version of Thai boxing. It's like in like a almost like Kali Salat, not Kali Salat, but a more of a um, it's like a version of Thai boxing with more angled elbows instead of like Thai boxing is like straight elbows. And this is like straight down elbows, you know, from the top or weird angled elbows. You know, uh, yeah, Bora Bando and um, Thai boxing are the most brutal, you know, because uh, you can just split somebody's face open really fast with an elbow. Did you compete? No. No, I wouldn't want to, man. That's like, I would, I would train. You don't so want to meet the guy that's better than you? That's just going to crack yeah. your skull? I would train with people and I would spar, but I would never like, you know, and those were like sort of competition, but I would never go out professionally and try to beat somebody up. Right, right. You know, but I would fight people within the school. You know, other than that, you know, I'd win a couple of times, but, you know. I imagine there has to be at least I'm trying to think of where obviously you have the satisfaction because you know these things. But there had to have been yeah. several times where some shit talker was saying something to you and just in the back of your head, like, go on, keep going. I'm not going to do a thing, but, you know, you know, in your heart what would happen. Yeah. If people want to throw the first punch, it's on. You know, I know exactly what to do the second anything pops off. You want to throw a punch, you want to throw a kick. You want to try to headbutt me, you know, all this stuff. I'm waiting for everything. You know, and if we feel threatened, if they're in my face, like threatening me, I will hit you first. Sure. You got to you know, take care you, of yourself. Yeah. If you feel threatened, I've always learned um, uh, end the fight is end the fight as quickly as possible. And um, always strike first if you need to, you know, if feel threatened, don't instigate. But if you are, you know, if someone's coming up on you. Right. You know, take them down as fast as possible. Is there like a particular rule in one particular art where it's like always strike first versus never be the one to strike or never be the aggressor? Well, I think like Aikido or like there's a point of no return. Like if somebody like grabs you, something like that, you know, there's there's always that point of no return to where you can't get out of that grip of somebody grabbing you or bear hugging you or something, you know, like that. Yeah. Or like somebody getting you in a headlock, learning how to get out of people like grabbing you in headlocks, like multiple types of headlocks. Which is a typical move everyone goes into, especially street fighters. Can you flip people? Oh, yeah. I can flip people like 240 pounds. Easy. Just by using like the right, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's all leverage. Yeah, leverage. That'll work. Yeah. It's all leverage, man. It's I, all I took jujitsu one time. Very, uh, not one time. Let's say it was three times. That was what ended my like, okay, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. I landed wrong. And I was supposed to kind of roll more, but I landed right on my AC joint, which is on the shoulder. And I just immediately heard a pop. But before that happened, I flipped a dude that was about 350. I was, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, not a big guy. And it was, yeah. when shown how to do it, it's pretty crazy how, what you can do, you know? Dude, it flows like water, like Bruce Lee was saying. Yeah. It is, it's so simple to do once you know how to flip people. And like, I know to, I could toss people easy. Hip throws, um, over the shoulder throws, one arm tosses. They're real easy to do if you know how to, you know the leverage. So like, what made you want to stop doing it then? Uh, just age, you know, Did you get bored with it or you just were like, I, I can't keep doing this to my body. No, it's just, it's, yeah, it's a physical toll. It's expensive. It's, uh, yeah, it's expensive all around as far as a workout and everything. This is true. Unless you're with Miyagi-Do, then it's free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Miyagi-Do, then I would go there every day, you know, training under Daniel-san, <laughs> learning how to paint fences and wax cars. Yeah. Hammer nails, which is one, plan. One hammer, old school, just like Karate Kid 2. Was that Karate Kid 2 where he did that? Yeah, I think that was the first one. Okay. Karate Kid 2 was all about the drum. Remember the drum? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. That that's the key to Miyagi-Do karate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now, of course, it's balance. Balance is the key for everything, right? You can take on multiple people in a mall with balance. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Did you <laughs> like? Did you did you like the way they were using karate in uh in uh, Cobra Kai? No. Or do you think it was just like? Mm. That's kind of why I wanted to have you on too, because I did know that you did you did martial arts. Yeah. It's kind of like okay. I work in healthcare, so when I see things on television where it's like a guy gets banged up, or maybe he's crazy, and he goes into the hospital to be evaluated, and for some reason they're like taking a picture of his hand, you know, just stupid shit like that. Like, uh-huh. I relate my career to what, what the, I'm always judging the movies is what I'm getting at in the television shows. Yeah, yeah, so I was very curious what you would think, because I mean, I know what I'm watching, you know, <laughs> I see them fighting on there. They do it, it's okay, they never do full rear naked chokes, you know, they never do like a full choke. Like even when he has crease, yeah. Like the elbow is supposed to be lined up with the chin. Yeah. That's how you. That's how you. Like the the crease of the elbow is lined up with the chin, and then you like hug the guy's neck, and you can choke somebody out like that real fast. They they're always doing like some weird loose choke hold that will never work. You know, just like they do in that, <laughs> like that when he smashes crease again when they get in that fight in the beginning, and he smashes crease against the window. Oh yeah. Against the glass and comes back. My heart was pounding on that one, man. He can't. He still can't beat up his sensei. Come on, I, you, I don't think I could. I, I couldn't beat up my sensei still. <laughs> so. Well, then again, it's like okay, if we go back to season one of Cobra Kai, I don't get the impression that Johnny was keeping up his skill the entire time, right? I mean, he's kind of bloated now. Cores is always in his right hand. He's not doing yeah. a lot of strenuous activity. So, I mean, I guess they're both a little bit rusty. If we're if we're going to talk about it, but no, I th- I think Crease yeah. could still take him. Is that a picture of Crease from Rambo too? He was in that, huh? Yeah, dude. I he think was, you know what? I know the picture, the one that's on the back of the wall or yeah. behind the desk. I think that might be. <laughs> Why not? Right? I'm like, is that him from Rambo too in that picture? Yeah, I think Crease would still kick his ass with that. Is that tattoo real on his arm? No, maybe. It's not. I don't know because it did look when he went. Uh, what's his name? Dimitri was all like squeezing it and touching it and. Yeah. Talking about it. Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is. It looks like a, something that a guy his age would get. It might be. And have you um, seen anything about the creators of this? Like, or heard anything? Mm, nothing as of late. I've heard these guys in interviews, all three of them. Yeah. And uh, they're like, this is their Star Wars. Like, they know everything. That's why it's so detailed as far as this backstory goes. And all the nods to everything. Sure. There's so many nods. I didn't even catch them all. Let me ask you this question. Do you think people that have never seen the Karate Kid movies, can they get into Cobra Kai? Mm, you can, but not as much. Right. Because you're going to miss all these little Easter eggs and all that kind of shit like you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think um, I, they people would like it, but not as much. My wife likes it, M, but I don't think she likes it. I don't think she'd like it as much as if like you or I who grew up on it. So M know, didn't watch ha- the Karate Kid movies. No, who grew up on it, who watched it in the theaters. Yes. You know, who never would have thought of this even becoming a show, right? Let alone a good show. Yeah. Right? You're like, eh, this would be some like one-off fucking YouTube schmack. And it's one of the best YouTube shows out there right now. It's really fucking good and I can't figure it out because there's so much cheese in it. I'm thinking it's just because we've devoted ourselves, maybe devoted, but you know what I'm saying, to the Karate Kid. We, We grew up with it. So it's like this universe and you completely have to sort of change the rules on the way things work. It's one of those worlds where 
to the best of my knowledge, guns don't exist because you can pretty much take care of everything with karate, right? <laughs> like, like karate uh, pretty much runs all Valley or wherever they live. I think he used to live in Reseda, but I'm pretty sure it's all Valley. Yeah. And most, and like people wouldn't get the, uh, the, the flip of how they view each other in high school. Right. Kid part one where like Danny does look like a dick. If you do look at it, you know, from the other guy's perspective, because Danny did put the hose over him while he's trying to roll the joint in the bathroom. He instigated the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Make no mistake. LaRusso was a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know, he got embarrassed and then he started doing his vigilante thing and it ended up getting his ass kicked by skeletons. Yeah. It's just a point of view thing. So they've always had that rivalry like that. And they're completely fucking obsessed with it, too. And I think it's all because of women. I think that's exactly what it is. I think Allie started the whole thing. She was the catalyst. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you can't fuck yeah. with Elizabeth Shue and just come out sane. Was Danny really dating her? No, Danny wasn't dating her at the time. Or, I mean, uh, jo- no, Johnny wasn't dating her when Danny shows up, right? When and they first they met, I, I think they were, like, on the outs. Okay, that's right, that's right. They remember they yeah. went to that beach party? Yeah, 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 and they're riding around on their motorcycles. Right, and he's like, I just need to talk to you, Allie. She's like, get away from me, and then LaRusso steps in, and the rest, as they say, is history. He's the new kid in town. He comes and butts in on the local kid's squabble, sort of steals a girl away. And this is what Johnny's seeing. He's right. like, what the fuck's up with this guy? Yeah. You know, and then Johnny becomes a dick towards him, and then the rivalry begins. Then you get violence involved, and then Johnny gets embarrassed because Miyagi kicks his ass. So he goes and tells his sensei. Yeah, man. The, the creators would have loved to have Miyagi in this, you know. They put him, they try to put him in, like, every scene. Like, the whole thing, like, his essence is there. Yeah. You know, like, like you, you, like you, you feel Miyagi in like every scene, especially in the dojos and stuff like that. Daniel actually kind of sees him or thinks he sees him on the beach when he's walking. He's like introspective and he's trying to find his answer. And he's walking on the beach and then he sees that one guy that kind of looks yeah. like Miyagi, but he teaches him a lesson too. He says something like, uh, the fish will come if you, if you, what do you say? If you have something worth biting, the fish will come. All this philosophical stuff, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. It's weird in the, um, he doesn't know the second lesson. Still, from uh, Miyagi Do Karate, right? He only knows the first lesson, right? First lesson first. Second lesson, learn it yourself. First rule of Miyagi Do: Karate is for defense only. Okay. Second rule: Learn rule number one. That's what it is. But what's rule number one? Karate is for defense only. But what's rule number two? Learn rule number one. Okay, what is it? Karate is for defense only. It's like that sign that you see in bars where it's like free beer tomorrow. Yeah. It just keeps going. <laughs> Whatever, Mr. Miyagi Do. You're a guy that's seen a lot of film. Lots of it. I yes. know this. Yeah. But there's only so many movies, at least in my opinion, in your formative years that really stick with you and kind of become a part of you. I'm guessing this is one of them for you. I know it is for me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll watch Karate Kid if it's on TV. Karate Kid 1 or 2. I had the Karate Kid 2 video game. What are your thoughts on Karate Kid 3 and the next Karate Kid? I didn't like them. Terrible, right? Yeah. I don't even remember Karate Kid 3. I think Kreese was in that one. And I only know that because they were talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I watched it maybe once. And uh, the jacket on, jacket off oh, part of, nice uh, pool. of the next Karate Kid was just horrible. Hillary Swank. She couldn't be a good LaRusso replacement. But how is it karate when the kid's learning Kung Fu? Hollywood. It's like, what? It's like, oh, it's Kung Fu. Okay, that makes no sense. Why are you calling it the Karate Kid? Who do you think was his best opponent? Johnny Lawrence or the guy from Okinawa? 
Uh, the guy from Okinawa. Yeah, he would have smoked Johnny, right? Oh, yeah. Well, because uh, he was a lot more trained by that point, too. You know, yeah, that's true. Danny was a lot better trained at that point. He was breaking ice and shit. Karate Kid movies, man. Like, you can pretty much become a black belt over the course of a summer. It's amazing. Yeah. By painting a house and waxing a car. That's what I loved about those movies. It's this suspension of disbelief, dude, that gets me all the time. I like that kind of shit, you know? Well, the fact that they're walking around and like they're kicks and they do like multiple flips in the air. It's great when the kids get kicked. I don't know if that's them doing it. It's all stunt doubles, right? None of the kids are doing their own stunts. That's a good question. I doubt they're doing stunts like that, but they look like they all had some form of training, particularly the first wave of the Cobra Kai. Those guys all look like they had some kind of training. They all have 80s haircuts. Well, it was the 80s, though. They were badass haircuts. I wish I had hair like that. Johnny Lawrence hair. Remember he wore the fucking black headband? <laughs> the red jacket? Dude, he looked badass. He was badass. And then the skeleton guy smoking weed. And then an old man beats up high school kids. He'd go to jail. Right. You uh, couldn't get away with it, man. <laughs> Miyagi yeah. would be in jail quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later Miyagi, though. Karate Kids 1, I think, is uh, easily four out of five. Um, What? Yeah, go ahead and rate it. And rate it ADO radio style. So I give it uh, yeah, four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and uh, four to five um, empty pools. Or, <laughs> right? Wasn't their pool always empty? The Reseda apartments? Yeah. I thought that's where Johnny was living in the first one. I'm like, oh, yeah. They, when they showed that when his, uh, before his stepdad came along, right? Huh? They called him a pussy. And Karate Kid 2 is very different. That's where he goes to Okinawa. You know, get some yellow fever going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, hello. He's cutie, man. He had the tea ceremony and everything like that. Yeah, he's just ready to give up for that chick. I hope they bring her back. Hey, Banzai, Daniel-san! <laughs> what is... <laughs> is that from... Remember when Miyagi gets all drunk? Barely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts yeah. talking about the war. Gives him the car. Go drive away. And he's like, Banzai, Daniel-san! That's right. He gave him how many cars did he give him? Four. According to this, he gave him everything. He got the house. Really? He got everything? Or he's just been squatting because that's where Miyagi Do is now. That's in Miyagi's backyard. All that shit's Miyagi's backyard. That's right. That's his old lot, the old uh, auto lot. He has the same car that he was driving around, like when he took Ali on the date and shit. Oh yeah, you know yeah, that? the same yellow car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I saw that car, I'm like, oh my shit, oh shit, here, there's that car again. And then Hawk, dude, Hawk comes in on this one and just vandalizes it. I'd be pissed. You don't mess with the man's ride. Well, that's never been resolved yet, man. The whole Hawk uh, Medal of Honor thing. You know, that, that was that's left up in the air still. Right. Or, oh, that he that he stole it. Yeah. Or that they know he stole it. Yeah. Because right now they think it's Miguel, right? Yeah, because by the no, no, the, the girl knows what's really going on. But I don't think it's ever come up, did it? Remember when Hawk and Miguel fought when they were doing that com competition thing? Yeah. And then he took the Medal of Honor from him. And then he went back and he handed it to that dude. What's that kid? Robbie? The one that looks yeah. like he should be on Baywatch? Yeah, Robbie, who needs a fucking haircut. The, Robbie looks like he is out of Baywatch. Like he's he's in some bad 90s show. So yeah. Like, it's like, what? So in a way, it's kind of perfect, really, because that whole thing's just based on nostalgia, you know? But he, anyway, he gets the, the Medal of Honor and then he hides it because he didn't want Yeah. He didn't, he didn't want to be involved with it. No, he didn't want Miguel to look like a good guy. He didn't want to give Miguel points. Oh, is that what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. He's like, thinking oh. with his dick. 
He's like, I want to fuck me a fucking Danny's daughter real hard. And Miguel ain't getting none of this. It's like, Jesus Christ, Bobby. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Bend over. You're taking it Miyagi-Do style. Right in the ass. Oh I'm going to give you a crane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want the crane dick? I'm going to do my drum technique with my penis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bend over. <laughs> This is rule number two, if you get my drift. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miyagi do. Or Miyagi don't. Your fucking yeah, choice. Exactly. So, I don't know. That might happen. Quick thoughts before we really kind of just get into it. We're not going to completely break this thing down, but before yeah. we kind of get into talking about it, did you like season one better than season two? Uh, I like season one better just because it was a surprise. Right. You didn't know what to expect, and you were, like, surprisingly won over by it, right? Yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is actually good. And I loved Johnny's sort of rise to coming back up, you know? He's great in this one with not knowing the internet and everything. Yeah. And smartphones. This is Johnny's smartphone. Leave a message. Wasn't it like an Ericsson or something? Yeah, I don't know what it was. <laughs> the first thing he searches is hot babes. He's like, I just updated this thing. And, um... Yeah, uh, yeah, the first season. I think I like... This one was great because it lines up for the third season. Yeah, big things to come. I like the I like the rise of Johnny and sort of the build-up to meeting Danny and Johnny. You know what I mean? Almost, a, it's like a redemption, if you will. Because yeah. we've always thought of him as the villain, and now you just see him. Like we were talking about, you just see him as the... From the other side, from his own perspective. And you see him completely down on his luck. Yeah. Like the first time we see him, he's lying face down in the carpet with his cores. Cores obviously is a big part of this, right? Like they're getting funding from cores. Has to be, right? Yes. And Mercedes. Product placement, man. Like crazy. Has <laughs> happened to show Mercedes everywhere. I think last year it was Volvo. It wasn't Mercedes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he was selling a different car last year. Johnny's like, all right, class dismissed. I'm going to go have a nice ice cold Coors. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the product <laughs> placement in these shows is getting ridiculous. But whatever. Uh, Whatever gets it made, right? Yeah. What do you like better, the first or second season? No, I think I'm with you. I think the first one's better because it, they showed me that they can actually do it. They can recreate this world and take my 46-year-old brain and like make it feel like it's uh, 13 again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that, man. It completely won me over. I was like way excited about it. But I was waiting for this one to come up. And when I first started watching it, I don't know. I was kind of iffy at first. And I think what it is about season two, it's more of like the teen stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not as into that teen drama. Yes. It almost has, like, an after-school special kind of feel to some of yep. it. And if you allow yourself to really focus on that, it kind of takes you out of it. But that's what I was saying earlier. You have to completely, like, submerge yourself in Karate Kid World, put down all your reservations about it, and just enjoy it for what it is. And if you do, it ends up being really fun. That's why I was asking earlier, like, as someone that hasn't watched this before, if you're watching this for the first time, like, the cheese factor, dude, is through the roof. The way they talk the way they fight, just the, the types of villains they are, you know what I mean? And I sound like I'm talking bad about it, but I really not. But there are lots of tropes yeah. in this movie. I can, this see, I can see how some people would see that. Yeah, but not me. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't care. Just cheese it up as much as you want to. I just think it's really fun. Yeah. A couple things that I thought were could have been avoided. That one guy, and I can't remember his name. I think you're fresher to watching this. The big guy that was in uh, Black Klansman. The goofy guy. Like, <laughs> and he, he changes his name. He's the one that steals the, the headband off of Miguel in the competition oh, when they're yeah, in the yeah, forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I forget what his name, what he changed his name to. I know you're talking about Beard Boy. Yeah. You know, I could have done without him, but I don't know, man. They just have a way. Whoever these creators are that make this, they know exactly how to tap into that nostalgia thing. Yeah. And if they and if they keep bringing back these references, even the stuff that you might miss and catch later, I think that's where they're really nailing it. Like the scene with uh, Johnny's friends when he goes back to meet those guys get Tommy, the one that was sick. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Jeez, what happened to that guy? Right. Oh my! God. <laughs> I think it's really him though. It yeah, looks like him because he had a very unusual face. You guys, get him a body bag. Yeah, it was that guy. Yeah, that's them. I was like, oh my, because when he was like reminiscing and thinking about him when his friend passed, he's like. Oh, yeah. And it's just them. The only memory he has of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's so great, dude. All their memories are just Karate Kid. He's just like, huh. I can I'm only a- remember the stock footage. <laughs> That's why it's so <laughs> funny. It's just like... <laughs> well, if you have it, you might as well use it, right? Exactly, though. But it just cracks me up. All he remembers of his friends is riding the bikes on that one beachy night. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> And it's almost kind of perfect, really, because Johnny's still <laughs> obsessed with the alley. It makes uh, sense in a way. Like, that was his... You know how they say, like, when you peaked early? That yeah. was Johnny's peak. Man. Oh, yeah, it was. He was the badass kid with the bike. Yeah, he's kind of like Uncle Rico. Yeah, that's just that's just humorous, dude. Every flashback is just Karate Kid 1 or 2. Yeah. You know, that's, it cracks me up every... That's their only memories. Like, oh, yeah, I don't remember anything else Mr. Miyagi was doing with me over, like, the whatever, how many years I hung out with It's been, like, 30-something years. <laughs> I, don't re- I wasn't at his funeral, apparently, because I don't remember that. I just remember <laughs> that one night when he gave me the car and set me off on my first date with Allie. <laughs> That's all he remembers, dude. They have, like, this weird memory lock. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember anything bad about Mr. Miyagi. Like, he could have been beating his wife, you know, for three years. (laughs) He was like, nope. I remember Mr. Miyagi giving me that car. You know, riding down the street. Thank you, Mr. Miyagi. My salad days. You know, it it could show Mr. Miyagi, like, flashback killing those innocent children and stuff in the war. It's like, nope. Mr. Miyagi was a great guy. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's what I love about this show, too. The flashbacks. How about their new antagonist? We have a couple. What about uh, her name is Peyton Liss. She plays Tori. She's okay. Again, very 90s, like 90210 kind of shit. She looks like, she, I think she's like 28, 29, trying to play 16-year-olds. <laughs> that's another rivalry that's building. Uh, but yeah, she was just whatever. Okay, hey, I'm a chick now. I want to be in the school. You know where this is going. <laughs> With her and her friend. That's a love triangle if I've ever seen one. Yeah, all of them should fight each other at once. Well, they kind of did. A little bit. Sort of, sort of. I don't know. That end school fight scene was just crazy. Yeah, I I was kind of surprised, though. I mean, they could have gone way more violent with it, obviously. But the ending was a bit of a shocker. Wasn't really expecting that. I have predictions, by the way. Not quite ready to get into that yet. But I have predictions for next season. As I'm sure you do as well. Oh, yeah. You know who's the best person on the entire show? Yeah. Daniel's son, Anthony. A little lazy piece of oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I love that kid, dude. Like, fuck <laughs> you. You're a shut up. Fuck like, you, mom and dad. Dude, I love that kid. He's just, like, he's just always on his switch. He's like, what? Yeah. Like, hey, we're going to go here. He's like, whatever. Yeah. And he just walks away. Hey, Anthony, you want to go train with dad? Fuck no, I don't want to train with dad. Go like, fuck what? yourself, what? Go do chores? No. Yeah. <laughs> go do chores? It's like, nice try. <laughs> yeah, that kid's great, man. <laughs> He's got like two lines in and he's the best person on the whole show. Yeah, and where's his wife from? I've never seen her before. 
Danielson's wife? Yeah, no idea. Uh huh. I'm surprised. I'm like, huh? Okay. I've never seen any show she's been on. I think okay. she's going to play a better, like a bigger role next season because of what's to come. Screw it. I'll get into my predictions. Yeah. So I'm thinking. By the way, guys, you haven't figured this out yet. This is just spoiler city. So okay, we're going to spoil you know, it. Now. Yeah. 30 minutes into it or how long we've been talking. We're spoiling. This is what I think is going to happen. So we know that at the very last scene, uh, Johnny throws the phone, throws the Ericsson. He's a sick of phones. Right. Stop calling me. Yeah. Because that'll stop the calls. Uh-huh. And I guess it would, you know, sort of. But, uh, but it lands and we get that Captain Marvel moment. On the Facebook Messenger, where, or the yeah. Facebook, where uh, Allie wants to friend him. So I'm thinking for season three, Allie comes back into the picture. Obviously, that's what's going to happen. You think they have Elizabeth Shue? You I think, think they're going to get Elizabeth Shue. You think? Jesus Christ. I think they're going to do it, man. I, I bet you Elizabeth Shue's been sitting around going, like, season one, oh my God, I can't believe these guys are doing this. And then it totally succeeds. He's like, well, God damn it. Eliz- right. Yeah, that'll be a great get if they get Elizabeth Shue. What's she doing right now? She is on The Boys. Oh, okay. So she's acting, you know, well, she's out okay. there. Okay, then she's done filming that, so she could be yeah. doing... Uh, yeah, okay. There we I go. think that's what's going to happen. I think somehow or another she's going to come back into Reseda or wherever they're living. Yes. Or maybe she's always been there and they just lost touch, or she's in the next town over. No, so her, her mom will die or something and she'll have to come back. There you go. That's even better. You should be writing this. <laughs> but she's going to come back and, oh, yeah. What if it's for a... Uh, Oh, no, he already died. Never mind. I was going to say, what if it was Tommy's funeral? But he would be like way dead, like super, super dead by then. I never liked friends. Yeah. Then let's go with that. Her mom dies. She comes back. And somehow Johnny and Daniel. Oh, that's what it is. Johnny and Daniel go to pay their respects and they find her there because, you know, they're just trying to find her anyway. Like they just Uh both of them. But Daniel's wife's going to be a big part of this because I think that Daniel's going to be kind of torn. Like they're going to find themselves sort of obsessing over Allie again. Oh, and it's okay. going to be one of those things. Because they're already on the skids, those two. The wife, uh, I don't forget her name, but Daniel's wife. Remember, they were fighting pretty much the entire season. Well, that's right. Because he was just all, yeah, he was just putting kids in freezers and having them fight each other. Right. But see, here's the flip. See, right now, things are good because Johnny lost Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Last, the last few scenes, he loses Cobra Kai. All of his students have turned against him. And he's just on his own. So somehow... I bet you, reluctantly, Johnny's going to come back and he's going to go to Miyagi-Do and try to embrace some of that shit. And there's a whole bunch so. of comedy right there, too. I mean, can't you see him like, what? Like <clears throat> painting the fence and shit? Just the smart-ass things he'd be saying about that or sanding. I could totally see that happening. Olive Branch and they're good to go. Allie comes back and the rivalry begins again. But somehow they still have to work together to get Kreese out of the picture. Okay, is Kreese still in there? Yeah, because Kreese is now running Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. No, he's going to learn Miyagi-Do and go back and fight Kreese. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay, with Miyagi-Do. Correct. Right. Maybe. Here we go. So that's like the whole arc of season three. Him learning uh-huh. Miyagi-Do. They go back. They team up. They fight Kreese. They get rid of Kreese, right? So everything's great. The rivalry's over. Then the funeral happens. So they'll get Elizabeth Shue, but they'll probably only get Elizabeth Shue for maybe one episode. And she starts her own karate school. She's doing like MMA, and she kicks yeah. both of their asses. Um, so the, Elizabeth, she's going to be in the last episode of the last of the third season. My prediction. So far. Uh, probably, man. That's probably like all can afford for her. Right. <laughs> like, what do you got? All right, I'll do like the last fifteen minutes. We have to leave it as a cliffhanger because they know really how to build up each episode very well. You know, so I yeah, I guess so. Miyagi Do. 
It'd be um, or so yeah. My prediction would be almost close to that. Yeah, she'll come back for the funeral, but the, um, Danny will be secretly texting with her on Facebook. Okay, that's because, good. Because the family's messed up, and also she'll be texting Johnny. Yes, she's going to be playing them both. both. She's going to be working both of them again. That's how they're going to put her in. She's just going to be through social media. Yes. And then they could just get Elizabeth's shoe for like a day and have her go sit in this chair and look at your phone. Have her Skype in. Yeah. (laughs) That's the way to do it these days. Yeah. Or, yeah. And the wife's going to catch some of the messages. Somehow she'll catch them. I don't know how. She'll just see them popping up. But she knows the name Allie, obviously. You know this is a sore spot. He's been obsessing for 30-something years. You know the name Allie's come up. Dude, he's like, I always hear about this Japanese chick. I'm always hearing about this white chick you were trying to fuck when you were in high school. Uh, they never banged or anything, right? He just kissed no. her. What happened at the end of Karate And uh, he just kissed her in one, and that was the end of Karate Kid. Yeah, she uh, was at the tournament, and then, then he kicks Johnny's ass, and then they walk out together, and that's when Kreese is in the parking lot. And he's like, second... I forgot what he said. But it was yeah, like, second place is, you know, inexcusable. He breaks the trophy. And that's where two starts off. Then where does she go? She breaks up with them. Oh, yeah. That's and that's why she breaks up with them. And it's summertime. And that's when he's all bummed out. And uh, Miyagi's like, well, bounce with me to Okinawa. I got some. I got some. Uh, I got, I got some bitch over here. I got some little ladies over here for you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a bonsai? He's like, this fucking blows Miyagi. I mean, it's beautiful, but I don't understand the language. There's, I don't know where these ladies are. I see no ladies first of all. I'm in this little fishing village. There's just a bunch of old people around here. And suddenly he looks up and it's like, Sakura, Sakura, Yaname Nasi Wenwa, Miwatasu Sakiri. It's like, oh. And then he has tea. What was that? Sister. Oh my God. You fucking like, little enchantress. You. Like a Japanese siren. Yeah, exactly. She called to him from the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. This this show, yeah, that's what's going to happen in three. Definitely. She, she's going to come back in texting form. But they won't find out about her until episode five. I think if you're going to go for Elizabeth's shoe, you <laughs> might as well have the big money and bring her in for more. It seems logical to have her in for just a little bit, but God, that would be good if she was in for the whole season. Or, oh, here we go. Shh. She's the doctor that works on the kid. Dude, I think you fucking hit the nail on the head. It's going to be something like that. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. What if she's a realtor? No. That <laughs> she's a realtor. <laughs> she's a realtor. And uh, she, she gets Johnny his new dojo. Nah, I like yours better. I think that's really yeah, good. Maybe, yeah. She might be a doctor. I can't argue that, man. You win. Maybe. You've got the better plot. I don't know. Or, I don't know. Or she's running a brothel. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What if Johnny's really down on his luck and he goes out? He's just cruising the streets, drunk as fuck, driving his charger, and he just decides to pick up like a prostitute. Uh, so he's sitting in the driver's seat, and you see yeah. his like you just see him sitting there, like it's like the camera's filming in from the inside, from the driver's side. Uh huh. He's just sitting there and everything, and you see this like fur coat get in, and it's leaving Las Vegas, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite Elizabeth Shoe. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. That's everyone's favorite she Elizabeth Shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gets eight that one. That was a disturbing ass movie. Uh yeah, that was funny. Nicholas Cage. But uh yeah, so so they're gonna get Elizabeth Shoe from leaving Las Vegas in yeah. this one. Like she's all dirty now. Maybe. 
I don't know, man. She's willing to do a lot, so she doesn't give a shit. She's a. She, she just gets it. She's like, all right, all right, honey. So it's twenty dollars for a blowjob, Johnny. <laughs> oh no, Johnny Lawrence. As I stand here, living and breathing, and he's like, "Oh fuck, you want a cause? You <laughs> you want a cause? <laughs> I got, I got. Stick cause. with me for a little bit. I got a bunch of cores. Right now, it's ten. You're kind of a two, but by two, you're gonna be a ten. But he drinks a special cores. What are they again? This cores, um, the cores banquet. Banquets. It's fancy cores. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. Fancy piss water. Coors Banquets. Yeah, it's all the same. All that stuff's the same. I know you don't drink, but Paps Blue Ribbon, Budweiser. I think Coors is kind of like the, the the best of them all, from what I understand, but I won't. Yeah. That shit used to give me a headache when I drink it. You go to those bad parties where they just have like a like an ice chest full of like Coors Light playing country. You're like, uh, you know you're not in the right scene. Rocky, I'm from Fresno. This shit yeah. used to happen. Rocky Mountain Piss Water. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that stuff. Hams. <laughs> Remember hams? Yeah, hams, man, with the bear. Hams was fun, but he only drank Coors. That's it. Coors. That's all he drinks. I guess it was Coors Charger. What was up with that Breaking Bad cold open that they had building the Charger? That was pretty cool, right? What do you think of the paint job? I didn't like it. <laughs> I thought it was cool, but I don't know. No, I would never do that. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I would never do that to my car. But I'm saying that has Johnny Lawrence written all over it, right? Oh, definitely. He just made a little bit of money and just bought a brand new car, right? Terrible with money. What else is going on in this series? So, Daniel's daughter, Sam. Now, does she want to train because Robbie's living with them? She wants some of that, some of that 90s Baywatch action? Yes. Anthony's still lazy shit. Johnny is totally going to bone Miguel's mom at some point. Oh, yeah. For sure. Or no, dude, because she hates him now. She hates him, but I said at some point. Because Johnny's going to, yeah, he's going to win her back. That's what I'm telling you. I think, see, that's why my theory kind of works if you think about it. Because they could resolve a lot of shit, get Johnny back on track. Johnny gets Miguel's, he's seen Miguel's mom now. Everything's fine. Then the face business drops. Or the doctor visit. Okay. All right. Something. Because everyone's got to be mad at each other. And everyone's always fighting the karate kid. Who knows? Yeah, I can see that. I see them coming back. Hmm. Maybe. But Yanni, Yanni makes me very angry. Oh, Yanni. Why are you doing this to me, Yanni? He's like, hey, hey, Miguel. What? I want to fuck your mom. What? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> what? What'd you say? What? what? Hey, I didn't say anything. You said it. I don't know what oh. you're talking about. <laughs> really? It's like, why are you upset? Because I want to fuck your mother and she's fucking somebody else. What? Nothing. What? Sorry about that, Miguel. I just really want to fuck your mother. Sorry about that, Miguel. It really sounds like you're sitting... No, I'm not. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Speaking of Miguel, he's all confused because, of course, Johnny wants to fuck his mom. But at the same time, he's like the only one that's not buying into Kreese's bullshit. So Johnny would have had his one student to follow him at the end. Of course, now he's kind of a worthless... Uh, I shouldn't say worthless, but right now he's not doing any karate. Yeah, True. Now Sam's going to come running to his side. This is the shit I think about at night, Chris. (laughs) 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 Pathetic. (laughs) Like, I wonder what's going to happen with Sam and Miguel. Sam and Miguel, they're over. Miguel's going to be paralyzed uh, for the rest of season three. (laughs) Sam, I still love you. Do the karate for me. Yeah, he'll be like, 
I don't know what you are doing. It's like, oh my god, it's salmon hawking. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, because he'll go fully 80s with it. He'll uh, he'll be speaking through a speaking spell. Hawk and Hawking, that's the spinoff. Hawk is just some hair-lip fuck who thinks <laughs> he's just like, I'm the king of the world now. He's a dick. He is the douche of douches. Dude, he was so, he was one of the typical nerd kid who grows some balls and is just a dick to everybody. You know, gets that nice tattoo on his back. Fucking horrible, dude. Fucking <laughs> mohawk on a hawk. He's double hawked. So bad. Mohawk on a hawkin. You don't want mohawkin no mo- mohawkin on my bread, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want any mohawkin on my bread. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole, man. I'd beat the shit out of that kid. His girlfriend dumps him because he's acting like an asshole. Then he sees her at that party and she's like kissing on that girl now. Fuck. Well, that's what happens, dude. That's what happens, man. Yeah, he just went to that party and just was sitting there like a nerd. He's like, no, I'm okay. Because he is a nerd. He just has a mask on. He's Dimitri's binary brother. Yeah. Yeah. They're binary bros because they're in math class together. Right? Yeah. Right? And he just tries to distance himself, even though they're the exact same. I was thinking he was going to come around, though, because he was trying to, like, talk to Dimitri again, talk about all the old days, talk about Doctor Who and all that shit. And then he just, like, his his douche just kicked in. Now he kicks his ass. Dimitri. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Doesn't he kind of deserve to get his ass kicked a little bit? Yeah, he's a dick, too. He's a total dick. He's the opposite kind of dick. I, I hate that guy. I hate that kid, too. I wanted to root for him so badly, and I just couldn't. I just kept waiting for him to get punched again. He's like, oh, I can dish it out, but I can't take it. Right. You know, and he can't really dish it out or take it. He dishes it out once, and that's it. But that was pretty cool burns that he did on that kid, on Hawk. But, you know, other oh, yeah. than that, that kid needs to be slapped. Hawk pissed his pants. Yeah, that's right. The the wet bed for Hawk. Or what was it? <laughs> I forget what they call it. The wet mattress for Hawk. I'm trying to think of anything else that's like... No, the best part was uh, when he's like, Hey, can I borrow this jacket? I'm like, ooh, I know what jacket that is. When he was in Johnny's closet. I'm like, fuck yeah. Best part about that? Johnny still has the jacket. Oh, of course he has the jacket. Come on. (laughs) He just wore it last night. I love how Johnny is just so stuck in the 80s, man. That's the best. He, he, That's what makes it so good. Just even like the music, like his shirt. You catch his shirt. He's wearing a zebra shirt. Yeah. Who the <laughs> fuck listens to zebra? No. One who the hell knows zebra. who zebra is? Did you know who zebra was? Yes, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew zebra. I'm like, that's a hell of a reference right there. You know, someone in the like one of the creators is like, well, let's just do. Who was the fucking worst band I could think of right now? Zebra. Let's get him a zebra oh, team. Oh my god, zebra. They're horrible. Do you have any zebra? You can play some zebra for the people there. I should play some Zebra. Yeah, because people don't know. Zebra is a real deep cut. This is a Heroes of Noise slash ADO Radio teaching. I'm going to school y'all with some Zebra. (laughs) (laughs) Got any choice cuts, man? Jesus, I can't even think of a fucking track of Zebra. Dude, I remember that album cover as a kid. I'm like, the Zebra cover? The album cover that looked like a Zebra? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, holy. But it was like a weird globe, though, remember? It was like zebra, and then it had some weird shape underneath it. Then there was one where it's a a zebra chess piece. No telling lies. I think I'm just going to go back to the early stuff, man. That's where it's at. Yeah, there we go. Here we go. 
The stuff Johnny would listen to. All right, it's 810 straight up. Heroes of Noise. I'm going to play some Zebra for you right now. This is from back in 1983. Little hit we call Tell Me What You Want. Call number seven. New set of snow tires. Zebra. You can just picture Johnny. He's like, oh, yeah. Where's my life going? He's sitting on a curb with that homeless lady just drinking a cold Thunderbird. They had a that was like that shot that they did in season one. Remember that? (laughs) He was driving all fast and he crashes into uh, All Valley. Here we go. You got, you know, this one. Tell me what you need. Okay. Yes, I don't. <laughs> yeah. That oh shit. my god. You can smell the hairspray. Zebra. Yeah. Couldn't sing one song of them, but I do remember this one. The montage of him getting trying to get on the internet was great. The first thing he looks up is boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? All proud of himself because he sets up his router. <clears throat> He's like, what? And he's like calling the pawn shop. I can't get on the internet. He's like, dude, I'm a pawn shop. I'm not a not tech support. <laughs> I'm not tech support. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. That's good shit right there. Yeah. Him getting on the computer, man. Holy shit. And learning about the internet and watching karate fights and like going, oh, my God, what's this? Learning about YouTube. Yeah, there was no uh, Peter Cetera though, man. No, but still, man, that was one of my favorite parts of when he was trying to get on the internet. I think. Actually, I got it up now. Let's see. I got it up, ladies. Do you hear that? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> hey, Chris, I got it up. Nice. So, Cobra Kai soundtrack isn't like I was thinking it was going to be like a greatest hits kind of thing with Zebra and stuff, but it's just all like. Let's see what we got. You know, they kind of nailed it, though, with the 80s sound. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Axel Foley came out right now. Oh, yeah. Who does, who does the music? What's the band name? It's, uh, it's the synth, like... Uh, Leo Birenberg and Zach Robinson. And they did last year's... Yeah. No. Oh, wait. You know what? This is the original. This is the first series, or the first season. Okay. But it says... That's weird. Fucking Apple, get your shit together. This says Cobra Kai season two, but then it says Cobra Kai original series. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure they just recycled the same music. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's Do we synth- really have to make more music? Yeah, like the synth part again. Remember that? That other synth part. Remember that? This one's called Snake Fight. Ooh, Snake Fight. It's that bass right there. Oh yeah. It's time to get fucking tough right now. You want to hear a tough song? This is the toughest song I know. Snake fight. It's a motherfucking snake fight. That just sounds wrong. It sounds like a gay porn. Hey. You want- <laughs> Are you and Jeff snake fighting again? <laughs> snake fight. <laughs> Don't think I... <laughs> Bro, I know we're close. Johnny and No Danny. one needs to know. Next. I want to show you how to snake fight. Johnny and Danny, season three, snake fight. Snake fight. <laughs> we're going to snake fight for Allie. Exactly, that's what it is. It's like pencil fighting. Oh, Just man. keep slapping them together until you can't take it. Yep. The gonna... reddest pecker wins, boys. 
Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I don't think I could stop laughing. Uh, yeah, snake fighting. That's coming in 20, uh, 2020 uh, Karate Kid. <laughs> 2020 Karate Kid snake fighting. It's a new sport that uh, Daniel LaRusso's got. This is the third rule of Miyagi-Do. Always now it's fight. time to learn the third rule. Always fight with the snake. These are all private lessons. <laughs> oh, no. Starting with you, Dimitri. Snake fight! Yeah, snake fighting. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, they got the soundtrack down, man. Yeah, they're totally nailing it, man. That's the thing. Like, I got to give them so many points for nostalgia. I would be lying to you if I said I didn't feel it when his buddies came back and they're all t- as cheesy as it was when they go on the road trip. I'm a sucker for that shit. Dude. Oh, man, that was great when they went on the road trip. It was just like another bad montage. You know, it's hilarious. Man. And then Tommy's like, good night, guys. I'll see you in the morning. But yeah. he didn't see him in the morning. Nope. He didn't see him any other time. That was it. Too bad they didn't have all their old gear on either. They they looked withered, man. I don't know why Johnny's looking so good. His friends. Did you think sick. they all did? Well, Johnny's looking pretty okay. Johnny, yeah. Danny, you know, and these guys are looking like they're twice his age. Particularly Tommy. Now, I think that, that was. Do you think they gave him the cancer like arc because of how he looks? Like, what are we going to do with him? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> they're either Down syndrome or cancer. <laughs> well, Down syndrome's out right now. Cancer's in. <laughs> Let's give him cancer. Johnny's like on the phone with them. So how's Tommy doing? He's not coming to the road trip. He's got a case of the downs. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> yeah, he he became uh, he has Asperger's. It was a spinal meningitis. Spinal not, meningitis got me down. He's not looking too good, guys. <laughs> he has spina bifida. Uh, he's spina not look- bifida occulta. I can't make it to the road trip. I got spina bifida occulta and spondylolisthesis. Look- yeah, he's not looking too good, guys. <laughs> I think he's got lumbago. Lumbago. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's clubfoot. This is what you get with a bonus episode, man. Lots of perspective on Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, dude. Come on. Boards don't hit back. Okay. Do you want to do these um, haiku? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let me do. So Chris had this great idea. I got to give it to him. You know what? Go ahead. Present this idea. I don't know. if. Uh, yeah. Um, to do our, our little haikus. I don't know if these are real haikus. But they're five, seven, five. It's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables for the one person that doesn't know what a haiku is. Okay, you want me to go first or you want to go? Uh, you know, guess first, but okay. I really, I'm going to have to make a request. Can you please put a little effect on that voice? Okay. Strike hard. Strike fast. Kill. Stupid people drinking beer. Drop the fucks. <laughs> Last kick, tall kid, fall. Teach pain to all people. Licking wounds that won't heal fast cars. Pine floors, broken doors, chores. (laughs) (laughs) I have a half one. Uh, Loose, heel, loose, uh, loose, feel, kiss, uh, no, loose, loose, heel, kisses? Feel sweet. Happy pain, love lost. Okay. All right, go. <laughs> I, I have like a half one. So I have like five. I'm not saying they're good, but I was thinking, like, I was watching the show and I thought I'd do some of these. 
Number one, Cobra Kai for life. Miyagi-Do is weak sauce. Cobra Kai's drink coors. All right, there's number two. <laughs> Karate Kid fights. Suspension of disbelief. Dojos to rumble. Number three. Karate Kid World. Black belts earned in just three months. Chores win tournaments. I got a few more. You want them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put them all. Good. I don't, I don't, I don't want to waste my energy. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I did work on these. Worked really hard on them, Chris. All right, here we go. Johnny's really screwed. Get Tommy a body bag. <laughs> Chris now has the keys. And then I made these two specific. This one's for Johnny, and then I got one for Daniel. Okay. This is Johnny's. Hot babes on the web. Cobra Kai charger on point. Check out my smartphone. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, this is the last one. This is for Daniel. Daniel LaRusso. What's up with that fucking guy? No one fights like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's true. No one ever fights like that. Yeah, pine floors, broken doors, chores. Um, I think s'mores. Pine floors, broken doors. That's five. Okay, the the second one I always got lost. Okay, the the second line of mine was licking wounds that won't heal fast cars. Okay, teach pain to all people. Okay, yeah, I got, <laughs> I got confused on my second one. Yeah, teach pain to all people. Licking wounds that won't heal fast cars. Pine floors, broken doors, chores. Okay. I like it. There we go. There we go. Those are haikus, guys. A little Japanese. Fantastic job. Japanese flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Hi! Some, uh, yeah, we want to do some haikus to uh, honor Mr. Miyagi Do. Let's see here. I think, did we cover everything? I think so. I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, we're not really breaking it down. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? About, uh, Cobra Kai season two. Uh, I just liked it a lot. I'm looking forward to season three, and I hope it comes out next year. I, I think I, are they filming it now? I have no idea. I think that they knew damn well that they were going to get their season three. I don't think they would have gone with this particular arc if they were just gambling on maybe getting a season three. You know what I yeah. mean? Like they wouldn't introduce Allie and all that stuff. I don't think that would be, and they certainly wouldn't have broken fucking Miguel's back. No, that's it, guys. That's it. It's a wrap. Hope you liked it. They wouldn't do that. No. So I'm pretty sure they already knew. Yeah. That's- so they could be filming. So, yeah. So for me, the way I'd rate it, I'd rate it uh, four to five eye holes, four to five ear holes, and four to five kids kicked over balconies. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> kids kicked over balconies or um, uh, stolen kisses. Stolen kisses. Oh, my God. I'm going to kiss you. Oh, my God. I'm going to kiss you. Yeah, yeah, Danny, get your <laughs> just, girl in check, man. Jesus Christ. Right? She's like, teach her some self-respect. Danny. I know, man. Where's the discipline you've been teaching all these years with Miyagi-Do? By the way, I didn't know this. We found this out later, but Steve and I were rating our, we had our rating system. Yours is a, a lot more expansive, but I had no idea that you were doing this. It was just kind of funny that we had similar yeah, rating systems. I thought it was strange, too. I'm like, oh, shit. Because I remember when you thought of it organically on the podcast. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, they have a rating system. <laughs> Those bastards. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> Fuck it. 
I had to have something. I just felt like oh, I couldn't give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I can't do that shit. That's that's, that's still fine. Still. Nah, it's got to be this. So let's see. All right, my rating for uh, Cobra Kai season two. Uh, I'm gonna go four out of five ear holes, four out of five eye holes, and uh, I'm gonna go four out of five cement trucks. Oh shit! I forgot about that part. <laughs> four to five tortured kids. Four out of five cases of child abuse. Or four to five cement tubes. Because when they did that camera shot, I'm like, that's not the truck. But whatever. Right. <laughs> that's fine. But that's another 80s thing. You know, the, the continuity is completely different. Sure. Like the inside of the truck. Yeah, it's great, man. I love that show. And they're clearly trying to do that, right? They're trying to emulate an 80s type of environment. Yeah. Don't, wouldn't you think? I mean, I think that just all plays into the nostalgia part of it. Yeah, it is. It's true. It's phenomenal. I could probably talk about Karate Kid another two hours or something like that, but it's just, uh, we just want to do this one real quick. The other show's coming pretty soon. Um, yeah, but I think that's about it, man. Yeah, definitely. You got time to talk about one more thing that has nothing to do? Just because uh, What's up? I saw this today. I'm wondering what you think. So we're, we're, we're done right now with the Karate Kid stuff. But uh, Chris, Spider-Man, see the trailer? Yes, I did see the Spider-Man trailer. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, I already got my tickets. Did you get your tickets? No, you told me, and thank you for doing so, but I have not done it yet. Like, I already looked. IMAX is already selling out. You know, I got my IMAX tickets. I got my Prime tickets, and I got my opening night Icon tickets. You know, but yeah, uh, I think they're throwing us for a loop again. I think so, too. I don't think any of this stuff you see in the trailer is going to be part of the movie. They're showing way too much to even be part of it. I think that's, there's going to be hints of it, but overall, no, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know, man. How 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 many days is it going to take place after Endgame? Though? I don't know. I'm guessing that it's maybe weeks, possibly months. OK. Well, because he did say something like, I can't go anywhere without seeing his face. I still miss him. So I'm guessing maybe half a year to a has, year. Uh, it has to be a year because look at that big mural on the wall. Right. Of. Uh, Iron Man. Yeah, these guys need time to do all this stuff. Yeah, so I think it has to be a year, and it might be his senior year, end of the year trip to Europe. There you go. That he's going on. That's what I'm thinking. With Zendaya? Yeah. MJ? Whatever. You're Spider-Man. Whatever. She just doesn't give any fucks about anything. Whatever. What do you say? He says, MJ, I have to tell you, you're Spider-Man? No. Yeah, kind of, I, I pretty want, obvious. Yeah, she's like the chick you you get into bed and she but like, you get naked. She'd be like, huh. like, thanks, thanks. You know, just nothing, no compliments, no you know over over complimenting anything or going, oh my god, you look amazing. She'd be like, I knew it, or just that. Huh. What does that even mean? They'd be like, what? Come on. Yeah, she would be a really weird girlfriend to try to please. I think. And and what's his face is going to go out of his way to try to make her happy. Yeah. Oh, of course. She's contrary to everything. She's like, yeah, she's a total contrarian. She's just like, eh, whatever. I don't like that. Oh, really? You're going to do that now? Oh, really? You're doing that? Like, I, I bet you there'll be a scene in the movie where he's going to be, oh, my God, did you see me do all that? Did you see me? He's like, whatever. You know, it'll be something like that. Like what you did on YouTube is better. That's yeah, nothing. yeah. You're not yeah, impressing yeah, definitely. me. Definitely. So I've seen better. Were you surprised to see Nick Fury making his appearance? No, but I wish they sort of like, I don't think they're going to use that line where he's like, bitch, you went to space. I don't. I hope they do. 
That's not going to be in the. That's not going to be in the movie. You think they're going to have second thoughts on that? It seems like a just for the commercial thing, just because it's a joke that everyone got right away. It's boom right there. Right. You know, it's for the everyone watching the trailer. It's not for people who are going to go see the movie. If it is in there, fine, but I don't think it should be. We got the joke already. Are you schooled in Mysterio lore and all that, Spider-Man? Yeah, he's a special effects artist, blah, blah, blah. Right, he's, he's like his big thing's illusions, right? Uh-huh. He's bitter because he couldn't make it in Hollywood or something. From That's like, that's pretty much all I know about him. So he creates the suit. What's that do? Does that help him just create these big ass illusions? Yeah, it's like, an, it's like a special effects suit. Okay. Like he creates stuff out of his suit. Suppose what I, what I know of him. Do you think he's just bullshitting though? Because he says that he's from a different earth and that the snap triggered a crack in the multiverse. Do you think that's just his, like, he's going to say, this is where I'm from, but it's just really going to be like a big ruse and it's not at all what it is? Yeah. I th- I th- because they're trying to make him seem like he's like a, he's going to be a good guy, right? But he's not a good guy. Or he could be because he's from a different place. Maybe that's why. And the real one is here. And the real one takes out the fake one. Ah, that's a good angle, too. It seems like they have to sort of introduce the multiverse, though, because A, it exists. But on top of that, that's how you're going to get Fantastic Four. Well, they are working on Stark Tower. And people are saying, oh, that's going to be Fantastic Four Tower or Oscorp. And and that would be like a thorn in Spider-Man's side, right? But if it's Oscorp, then they're going to work their way eventually to doing a Green Goblin. They're going to do a Sinister Six. That's what they're working with. They already have Scorpion from number one. They already have um, Vulture, right? Who is it? It's it's a uh, Vulture Scorpion. Is Doc Ock in it? Uh, I think so. I don't know. No, it's like Vulture Scorpion Rhino Doc Ock. Uh, yeah, it has to be Doc Ock. All right, Chris. I just want to talk about that a little bit, man. Thank you for working with me. We were supposed to start a lot earlier, and I know I'm I'm into your night, so I don't want to take too much away from your. No, night. it's okay, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, my pleasure, man. Do you want to tell them where we can find you? Uh, yes, you can find me at Attention Deficit Order Podcast, uh, any backslash soundcloud.com. And uh, look for us there or we're on Apple uh, and Google Play. And uh, yeah, that's about it, guys. Listen to our podcast. We like to rate movies, smoke pot, video games, and whatever else. Great fucking funny, funny show. Skip's great, too. Yeah, thank Chris, you. Chris, yeah. thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you, man. All right. All right, we'll do this again real soon. All right, I'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Take care. Right, bye. 